Okay, um, so who, let's see, who uh, has had the most sleep? Me. The most sleep? Daniel. Daniel and Daniel is gone, okay. Okay, uh, everybody stand up. Okay, if you've had eight hours or more, sit down. Tonight, no, last night. Okay, so this is just last night, okay? Just last night. Eight hours or more. Sit down. Okay, if you've had six hours or more, sit down. I said six or more. Five and a half hours or more. Five hours or more. Leila, you've definitely had about 12 hours. <laughs> okay, uh, five hours or more? Four and a half hours or more? <laughs> four hours or more? Okay, so the boys, okay, you've had four hours or more. Okay, so we were complicated. Over the entire weekend, add it up, okay? Stand up again. If you've had more than 16 hours, that's a good eight hours a night over the whole weekend, sit down. 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. So 10 hours, that's not bad actually, okay? I'm impressed. Guys, what happened? I thought you were doing an all-nighter. What happened to the all-nighter? Okay. Right, okay. Okay, so, um, okay, that's that's good. Hopefully you're all wide awake. Um, all right, so um, this is it. This is it. Uh, this is uh, the end. I kind of expected some sort of, like, awe or something there. Uh, so this is it. This is the last session. Wow, wow, tough crowd. Okay, um, it's hard to believe like the past few days have flown in. Um, it's been great. Hopefully you guys have learned um, lots. Um, <laughs> and as I say, this is us. We're now, if you think of um, on the plane journey or whatever way you want, we're coming in the, the land now. We're coming in. This is it. We're finishing off now. Um, so this weekend has been a long time um, in the planning. Uh, we've spent a lot of time seeking and praying God and asking him uh, what it is that he wants to reveal and... There's some things that were very clear from the start, um, and there were some things that um, have taken us a while um, to really discern and pull together uh, what it is that God um, wants to share and what he wants to say. There's been lots of light bulb, light, light bulb moments uh, as God's been inspiring us with different uh, ideas and concepts and how we can help to share uh, this message with you over the weekend. So hopefully um, that's been good. Hopefully there's been stuff that's connected with you. If there hasn't been something that's connected with you, uh, I would say listen this, uh, today because there should be something that has connected with everybody. Um, so yeah, so this morning, um, really just we're going to try and bring it all together, sum it all up, um, and then we're going to see where we go from there. So do, if you've brought a Bible, do try and look it up, do make notes, do just forget about whoever's beside you, actually um, listen to God, what has this, God has said to us this morning. Um, so yeah, more importantly than all of the 
getting everything ready on the logistical side of it, um, we wanted uh, to make sure that you guys leave here um, impacted and different to the way you came in, okay? Our prayer is that you will walk out the door and get back onto that bus um, different to how you got off it. And that's not just in terms of the fact you're absolutely shattered and you absolutely stink. Uh, but that you will actually leave spiritually changed, that actually something will be different inside you, that when you go home, people will look at you and say, what, what, what has happened? Because there is something different um, about you. Um, and I know that we have journeyed through the shack and some of the issues in it at a whirlwind pace. We've left probably about 95% of the, the thing out. Um, so we will, we will have some sort of movie night at some point and we can watch it um, together and then, and then discuss it as well. Uh, we found out about the tragedy that happened that caused him to, ha- to be distant from God, but then also how God uh, turned that around um, and what that can look like for our own lives. Okay? Uh, we've been challenged to explore the issues that are personal to us. Um, we have been challenged to let them go and to move forward. And we've done that through the different seminars and the talks that we um, have had today uh, over the past weekend as well. Um, because at the end of the day, we just want you to move uh, forward in your walk with God and your relationship with God and that, that is what our heart is for you um, and Julie shared with us yesterday morning about how God wants us to fly uh, again safety disclaimer here not literally don't jump off the building um, okay but like she wants us to soar she wants us to fly she wants us to pro- he wants us to prosper and making God a woman there which he wasn't uh, I'm joking he could have been I don't know God doesn't have gender that's a whole other talk okay um, <laughs> so yeah um yeah, he wants us to fly, he wants us to soar like eagles. Um, and this morning we're going to bring it on all together uh, with one final question, uh, which is in your books. Um, and this morning we're really going to just look at, um, is it time to dine? Okay. Um, is it time to go and, and to dine? Okay. Um, one of the books in the Bible that was written just after Jesus died and rose again uh, and went to heaven was the book of Romans. Uh, I really like Romans because it has so much in it um, that you can use to apply practically in your life okay there's a lot of teaching in there because these are the guys that just after jesus had gone this was them going out um, and spreading the gospel okay this was them this was them starting to face a lot of the challenges for the first time on their own without jesus by their side okay so this book gives a really good account the acts and romans together are quite good uh, acts is the direct aftermath and then romans continues but there's loads of stuff um in there uh, that can provide a great encouragement for us as i say it wasn't long after jesus death and it helps us to get a clear picture of uh, what being a follower of jesus looked like then some of the challenges uh, they have experienced and how they kept their relationship with god fresh okay um and through that we're going to look at some of the things that you know hold you down things that weigh you level in your heart um, and, and those feelings that you're not good enough um, those feelings that you need to get everything sorted before you can actually take a step with God. And actually, if you're waiting for all the answers, or you're waiting for everything to fall into line, or you're waiting to fully understand everything, before you take a step and make a commitment in a relationship with God, you will never get there. Because we never have all the answers. We never know. And that's why it's called faith, because we have to step out. We have to step forward. Because we're never going to have it all sorted. We're never going to be at a point where everything is perfect because we'll always find something else that isn't a reason. We're never going to get all the answers because there's only one person who knows all the answers. And that is an important thing to remember. Is that faith is called faith for a reason. It's being certain of the things we hope for and certain of the things we cannot see. So we cannot see it all. So I'm sure of what we hope for and certain of what we cannot see. Um yeah we know we know what it's there 
and we just need to step out because once you do that, things will start to fall into place. You will start to understand more. You will start to learn then how you put your trust in him, what it means to rely on him in hard times, what it means to follow him and put him first, how that applies to your life, to your relationships, to your friendships, to your family life, to school. It's all of those things. And through that, you will get rid of that feeling that you're not good enough, that you will then learn that you are part of his family, that he is loving you no matter what, and there's nothing you can do to stop that. And if you don't have a relationship with God, don't wait for those things to be answered before you start building that. Or if you want to repair that relationship, don't wait for those answers because they're not going to come until you've done that. You, know, you need to, you'll get one or two answers, but you'll always find something. So you need to take that step um, of faith. And I think that everybody here has been on a remarkable journey. Um, over this weekend, I think you've all um, learned something. I think you've all got something out of it. Um, and I hope that that will continue um, this morning and as we go back as well. So I'm going to read now from Romans 8. Uh, it's chapter, sorry, chapter 8, <coughs> verses 38 and 39. And it says, and this is from the, the, the proper translation of the Bible, not that weird wacky street thing I brought last night. Uh, it says, I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all of creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's the truth that you need to hold on to. Nothing is ever going to separate us from the love of God. And as you leave from here, you have been in this spiritual bubble of worship in the morning talks, you know, seminars, worship talks, and, and just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus all the time. And when you go back out into the real world, I am under no illusion that that's going to be difficult. Because you're going to go back into a world that doesn't know God. You're going to go back into a world that wants to be distant from him. And you're swimming against the tide. And this week, God knows what has happened here. He knows what has been working in your heart. And so does the devil. It's like we talked about last night. So he's going to be looking to catch you up. He's going to be looking to trip you up. But you need to just keep focused. Keep remembering what we've taught this weekend. Keep remembering what you've learned. Keep remembering those promises that we've told you. Remember that when you go back out and the world tells you not to trust God, not to put faith in him, not to listen, not to believe, that actually you know that that is where your hope is, that is where your salvation is, that is where your future and your eternity is. There are people out there who will want to try and undo all the good things that have gone on this weekend, all those things that you threw into the bucket that we burnt last night. They will want to continue to remind you of those. They'll want to say, but here, do you remember when you did that? But don't listen, don't listen to the lies, okay? If you've let that go and you've let God take that, remember that and stay true to that hope. Call on your friends and ask them to pray. You know, stick together and stick close to God because he's not going to let you down. You know, I've shared lots over this weekend about my own journey um, and how in my lowest times, that's when I've really, really understood who God was. You know, and it wasn't an easy journey. Um, 
and you know, I'm not going to go back through it all because we have covered bits and pieces of it over the over the past few days. But you know, I have been through it, and I've got there, and I've come out the other side, and I've come out the other side, and I can see now exactly where God was through each and every step. At the time, it was very difficult to see, but I know that He was there, that He was carrying me, that He loved me enough to stick with me, even when I got it so monumentally wrong. He was still there. And he still still carried me. You know, having people there to hold you accountable, to hold you up as you press in, as people come against you, is so important. Having those friendships is, is just it's monumentally important and you can't you can't do it alone, okay? We weren't made to be alone. Okay? That's why God made Adam and Eve. Um, you know, because people weren't meant to be alone. And not only that, we weren't meant to be distant from God, we were meant to be with God and we were meant to have that relationship with him and when things don't feel right that's probably why because you're missing that God part of your life um, Romans 5 verses 6 to 8 say when we were utterly helpless Christ came just at the right time and died for us sinners now most people would be willing most people would not be willing to die for an upright person Though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us whilst we were still sinners. And today that's still true. Today God is still saying that he did that. He is there. You know, last night we talked about love leaves a mark. And that mark was where... Jesus died on the cross where the nails were put through his wrists and he hung there and he died for us and today today Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit because the three of them are together they're all waiting for you and they're waiting for you to respond in whatever way you need to throughout this entire weekend God has been here he's been with us and he's been preparing for this moment you know, he has been preparing a table for you to come, to sit, to eat, and to meet with him. And throughout the weekend, that has been ongoing. You may not have recognized that, but he has been there. Chiseling away at the wee bits and pieces, because he wants to meet with you. And today, he's waiting at that table to have a one-on-one -on -one encounter with you. He wants to have that intimate conversation where it's just you and him. Where you are willing to put yourself on the line. Where you're willing to be vulnerable. Where you're willing to pour out all those things that upset you. Where you're willing to say, I don't care what other people will think. Where you're willing to look and just be intimate and honest with him. And that's it. It's just you and him now. The final pieces are in place. The table's set. And it's whether or not you're willing to sit down and have that conversation with him. Are you willing to sit down and hand it over to him? Jesus came to be the light of the world. He is the light of the world. He came to bring light into our darkness. He came to shine light 
into the dark times. That worked, that worked really, really well. He came to shine light into the darkness. He came to expose it for the lies that it was telling. He came to be our light, to lead us and guide us. Because that's what light does. But are you going to let him be the light in your world? Are you going to go and are you going to be a light for him? Or are you going to let people snuff that light out? It's up to you. Um, I remember it was a couple of years ago. Um, for me, I we were at Summer Madness, and um, there was just a moment, and I just was like, right, okay, this is what it's all about. Um, and all weekend, it had been difficult. It was a real people just weren't getting. Not that they weren't getting it. It was a real just. The messages were great. The worship was great. And the response wasn't. And we knew there was something holding people back. Um, and on this, I think it was a Saturday night, um, we were just all praying. And the next minute, it was like the heavens opened because people just fell to their knees. They started worshipping God. They were praying with each other. They were crying. And it was people realizing that if they wait until they totally understand God, until they totally understand um, how to put their trust in him, how they totally understand everything about him, that they'll never do it. But actually, that they need to become broken and vulnerable. And if we knock on to the next slide, I had, yeah, this is a really dodgy picture. I had the absolute pleasure of getting to sit there and watch that. And that totally impacted, it totally blew me away. Seeing 3,000 young people just worshipping God and me sitting there going... I'm supposed to be keeping you all back. Don't crush me, please. But what you can't... I, there's two pictures. I couldn't find them. That was really annoying me. But what you can't see is here, in this bit, is actually this massive circle of young people just on their knees crying. And I was just like... Selfie! You know, and then back. You know, it was just so, so random. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's probably going to ruin the spiritual moment here. But this is Tim Hughes. He's a quite a famous worship singer, so I definitely was trying to also get a few, you know, selfies of me and Tim Hughes. Uh, but yeah, so like, um, yeah, for me that just totally um, sold it. It was just say you can knock it on to the next one because that cheesy grin's doing my head on. Um, so yeah, um, it, it was just saying that it was just saying that freedom and the release that came from that, and that went on for like an hour and a half of people just crying out to God. Prayer ministry were absolutely wrecked by the end of it. Um, and just worshipping, just hands lifted high, not a care in the world. They didn't care what was going on. And I think that we've reached that point where it's either going to be you make that decision, you step out of the boat, and you go to walk on the water, or you just get in the bus and go home. You know, there's no middle ground anymore. There can't be time to sit on the fence. Because Jesus is coming and he's coming quickly. And none of us know the time when he's going to return. 
But are you going to let a wee small thing that may seem big to you but is actually small to God put you off living your eternity in heaven? And we've explored, you know, how we all have hurts and pains that cause us to pause and question God, how we all need our own revelation from him, how we all need to really go to a shack and spend time with him and listen and, and understand what's going on. And tonight, through the table, that's what God is saying. He's saying, come, I want to dine with you. I want to be there. If we've learned anything this weekend, we've learned that he will never leave us, that we do not need to be afraid, that we can be brave, and that we can have our courage and our hope in him. So if you do anything this weekend, don't leave here the same. Don't leave here with all that stuff that has been brought up and stirred up in you, still bubbling away, and then push it back down again. Get it out. Talk to God about it. Get prayer for it. And I know that prayer is not a Presbyterian thing. You know, we don't all come forward for prayer, but you know what? You'll feel so much better, and then you'll move on. And you'll be like, oh, why did I not do this before? Take a step. Be brave. Get out of the boat. Because I guarantee you that God is not going to let you sink. He's not going to let you fall. And this weekend, we've been looking at you know, the whole theme of where. And actually, a bit like the table, it's been hidden in clear sight. Because the entire time that we've been crying out to God, where are you? <laughs> um, he's been saying to us that he's right here. He's been right here the whole time. Something very, very simple. But he's been right here. He's been right there the whole time. He's saying, my child, I am here. And the choice is yours. Curtis is going to come up and he's going to play a song. We're not going to sing. We're just going to leave that on the screen. I just want you to think about everything that's gone on. Think about you and God. Where are you? What is that thing that you have decided you, it's so important that you have to sort out first? And then we're going to respond. But I'm going to pray first. Uh, God, we thank you uh, for this morning. We thank you for the message that you have shared among us. God, we just pray now that as Curtis leads us, that you will speak to us, that your Holy Spirit will come and be among us. God, that you will reveal yourself to us more and more and more today. God, that whatever those things are, there are between us and you, that you will take them away, that you will help us to be brave and to step out of the boat. God, we pray for people in here to get wet feet, to step out, to go all out for you, to come to the table and dine with you, God, to enter into relationship. Holy Spirit, come. You are welcome in this place. Be with us now. In Jesus' name, amen.